What is your favorite savory pie? Chicken pot pie. Chicken I love a chicken yeah, pot pie. Yeah, I just had one yesterday. It was so yeah. good. And you didn't save me a piece. <laughs> See, but I love like all forms of chicken pot pie. Like homemade, but I also like... It was homemade. My, it was homemade? Yeah, my girlfriend's sister made it. It was so good. You didn't save me a piece. Huh? <laughs> Welcome to the Not Just Bagels podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Spellman. I'm here with my co-host and father, Scott Spellman. And today's guest, we have the pie queen of the USA, Stacy May Yan Fong. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing good. Thank you for, you know, making the trip over here. Of course. Utopia Bagels. Very happy to have you. I'm really happy to be here. Tell me what it's like making pies from nine to five. Well, pie is my full-time job, but one of my full-time jobs. So I don't get to make pie all the time now. I mostly get to make pie for myself which is kind of nice. And for us. And for you guys, yeah. Yeah, what'd you bring us today? <laughs> I brought you guys a blueberry pie, a blueberry streusel pie. Yeah. And, and what, what makes it a blueberry streusel pie? Not so it doesn't have... Um, Let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsors, Uber Eats. Whether you're in love with our delicious bagel or you need just an irresistible treat, Uber Eats will get it there for you. And today they're offering $25 off for new customers. Just enter code not just bagels. Now that's a good deal. I think I'm gonna order in tonight. $25. $25. Get you two heroes. Get you a dozen bagels. It's only got crust on the bottom, not on the top. The top just has streusel topping, like you would put on top of muffins and stuff. And how long did that take you to make? Took me about an hour, not even. Oh, nice. Yeah. You got it pretty. Yeah. Compact. It was it was a little harder this morning just because um, I was a little dusty from the night before, and also I have kind of long nails right now, so it was like a little hard to crimp the crust. I have my Carmela Sopranos on right now, so like <laughs> they're real, they look real good, but it's really hard to bake with them. Yeah, definitely, you got to have those baker yeah. nails. Yeah, soon. Nice and short. Soon. Now, yeah. What about your baker burns? I I do have a lot of them, burns. Right? I got a lot of burns in my arms. Um, I baked for a couple years at the bakery, four and twenty blackbirds. And yeah, you burn your arms yeah. all the time. Yeah, people come into the bagel store and say, oh, I, you know, I want a job being a baker. I go, yeah. pull up your sleeve. They look at me like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's I like, yeah, you don't like, have burn marks, right. it's you're like, not a it's, baker. It's up your arms <laughs> and then it's like on the tops of your hands, like small yeah. little ones yeah, yeah. all over the tops of your hands from just like reaching into yeah. the oven. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a now quick you, test. Yeah. I'll find that out it if someone's not, really... Honestly, it doesn't even hurt as bad it does as not, you Yeah, think, it does not. Yeah. But the mark is quite annoying. It is annoying. <laughs> and it is really annoying. And it's annoying if it hits like Certain a tattoo areas, or something. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Well, anywhere that's like... that one yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> anywhere that's really tender. Like if it, if it hits your knuckles and you have to wash your hands a lot, like that sucks. Right. Getting birds on your knuckles. Why don't you tell us how you got into baking pies? Sure. So, um... I went to college for design, so I actually worked in fashion for 10 years, but I've always liked baking and cooking. And in 2015, I kind of went through like a rough spot in my life where everything kind of was going to shit, to be honest. And my roommate at the time and my best friend Patrick bought me the 4 and 20 Blackbirds cookbook. So I gave myself a little project where I decided that I was going to bake my way through the entire cookbook. So I baked every single pie in that cookbook and kind of taught myself how to bake pie. And during that time, it also lined up with when I needed to apply for my green card. So I was like, oh, it'd actually be kind of cool 
while I'm applying for my green card, because it's a lot of like monotonous paperwork and talking to lawyers and all this like crazy immigration process. Like what if I gave myself a project where I baked a pie for every state in America, like based on that state's like regional cuisine or like state food, because like each state kind of has like a state fruit or state nut or like something that makes the state its own. And I was like, okay, like I could like up the ante one more and then give the pie to someone that I know from that state. And then so I kind of decided like, this is what I was gonna do. So that's how I got into baking pie. Where are you from originally? Um, I was born in Singapore and I grew up in Indonesia and Hong Kong. And then I eventually moved over to the States when I was 18 for college in Savannah, Georgia. So what's the New York pie, rat? <laughs> New York actually was um, an apple pie with the Entenmann's coffee cake crumble on top. Uh, you made so little ones. You I made, made a lot of little ones. I made a lot small. of little ones, and I threw like a big party for all my friends that live in New York. It's something with coffee, too. You did like coffee. Oh, yeah, the coffee cake crumble on yeah, the top. Yeah, what's that? One of my earliest memories of coming to New York City, my dad used to work in the hotel business, so we would come to the States a lot, like on vacation and stuff. I would tag along when he like went on a business trip. And one of my first and like first memories in New York was we were visiting like one of his friends that lived in the city. And it was a Sunday and they had coffee out and like an Entenmann's coffee cake. And that kind of like stuck in my head as something that's like iconically New York. New York. Yeah. And it tastes like New York. And I was like, I need to find a way to like incorporate this into a pie sauce. I mean, at one time, Entenmann's was the bakery cake. I it was like the first delivery system in the city. Yeah. When I worked in my first bagel store, that's what they had as right. cake. You had intimate, you had the chocolate donuts. You know, you definitely had that. Yeah, it was like the you chocolate had the donuts. Ring, the ring one, and then the you blood, had that chocolate yeah. one that like you just devoured in like three seconds. Right. So I feel like that's like kind of like a weirdly iconic thing in New York that like if you know, you know. Right. Because now I feel like people take it for granted where it's like in grocery stores everywhere. But really, it's like a very special part of New York history, and especially like New York food history. Now, I, I, in that little tidbit about this cake, I, I, I saw that you stated that New York does have the best bagels. It does. It does. New York yeah. does have the best bagels. <laughs> My sister lives in L.A., and she got me a bagel, and it was the most disgusting. It was like, <laughs> it was not worth the calories. I'm just going to put it that way. It was not worth the calories. Have you been to every state that you made a pie for? I have not. Um, I really want to. Uh, I have not been to Alaska. I really want to go to Alaska. I would really like to go to Kansas. I'd like to see how flat it is. Um, I guess my dream right now, I've been to Idaho, but I'd like to go again just to like take a nap under a mountain or something. I think that sounds pretty tight. See, I, I wrote down a bunch of states that I'm dying to ask you questions about. Okay, right. <laughs> like, again, that, you, you talked about Alaska. You made this Alaska. I'm not even kidding, like two seconds ago. I, I texted McGraw, I was like, does this guy have notes on that paper? <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> I was like, what is the he baked doing? Alaska. Okay, you so, don't understand, I love, I love baked, baked Alaska. Alaska. I ended up switching that pie for the pie I that um, I put in my cookbook that's coming out on June 13th. Okay. Um, because like the baked Alaska was cool, but I thought I could have done better. Gotcha. That's that is also my problem where like I feel I can I can always do better. But yeah, for Alaska, you're gonna have to find out what it is and what I changed it to when you buy the book. Okay. Now one of the ones I need you to describe. All right, let's go. Was Nevada. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe what you did in a pie there. It was. So I, I like to make things like very difficult for myself. Um, 
mostly I just like to give myself a good challenge and for like something to represent a state like Nevada, like what was I going to do? And my earliest memory of Nevada was going to Vegas with my dad on a business trip. And I was like, you know what? It'd be really cool if you could bake a pie that represented an all you can eat buffet. Like the buffet was invented there. Like it's really special. Like that's why people go there, right? Like people go there for like excess and luxury and like enjoying themselves. So I was like, okay. So I made a spreadsheet where I basically went on every single like hotels um, website. I figured out what were the common denominators between all of their all you can eat buffets. And so I baked the pie in one of those um, like cast iron lodge like cornbread pans. It was amazing. <laughs> just, just seeing it just in front of me, I, it was it blew my mind. Thank you. So like it basically has like all the components that you would have like at a buffet. And because I made the crust so that they were like compartments, it kind of looked like the chafing dishes like yeah. in a buffet. So you got to have your prime rib, but also your cheesecake too, in like one pie. <laughs> so what, what were the ingredients in there? So, okay, if I can remember straight off the top of my head right now at the end of the day, it was um, crab legs, shrimp cocktail, prime rib and mashed potatoes, and Caesar salad. Yo! It's and the, the bacchanal, <laughs> the bacchanal. And then that was in like a savory herb crust. And then on the sweet side, it was chocolate mousse, strawberry cheesecake, a fruit tart, and an ice cream sundae. Yeah, it, it, it was just, I, I looked at it and it was like, wow, blew me away. I mean, you had some amazing, like Mississippi mud was incredible. The Miracle Inn, you had a crab dip. Yes. You know, so you, you, you just put in some really cool, the Hawaiian, you put a pineapple upside down on the coconut cream. You really have some amazing combinations for the states that just totally blew me away. There were, you know, New Jersey, you had the, <laughs> she had a tail of ham and eggs pie. Because I never wanted to take, like, the regular route, right? Like, and I also wanted something that, like, I felt very connected to with the state. And, like, for New Jersey, the crust was split in half because it was, like, North Jersey, South Jersey, because half was cases and half, half was Taylor ham. And, like... One of my like most long last, besides the fact about like how much I love Bruce Springsteen, uh, like uh, yeah. <laughs> is Come that on, Bruce waiting for you? <laughs> is that my ex? <laughs> Taste our bagel. <laughs> my ex made me my first like Taylor ham, egg and cheese, and I was like, this is the most delicious thing ever. After like heavy drinking the night before, and I was like, how can I capture this in pie form? Yeah, also, like for me growing up, like I grew up in a British colony. I was born in a British colony. Like most pies over there to me were savory. Yeah, that's what I saw was amazing that you made so many nice savory stuff and your sweet stuff. It was just. Right. Like I wanted like a good balance. Yeah. So like as I was going through the States, I kind of thought like, would a sweet pie highlight the state better or would a savory one do it better? And like, I just, just wanted to do my best. Yeah. No, like North Carolina had the pulled pork in it. I, I think uh, Nebraska, you had some meat in one of them. Nebraska all. was based on a runza, which is a pastry that's filled that with like cabbage, so cabbage and mince uh, meat. And it's like basically brought from like mining towns. And so, but I incorporated corn in it since Nebraska is the Cornhusker state. So uh, yeah. and that's the only pie that's a rectangle and not a circle. Yeah. That, yeah. That is so, now, one, you kind of got to explain why and how. Minnesota. Minnesota. I have to explain why Minnesota. <laughs> like, what was going on? Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. So, Minnesota is based on, like, all your favorites from a state fair. 
So in fashion, my design director, she's from Minnesota, and she would go home every year for the state fair. It is the second largest state fair in America behind only Texas. Wow. And um, and her favorite things at the state fair were funnel cake and corn, and corn dogs. So I was like, how could I make this into a pie? So I made the pie like a corn dog hot dish pie. And instead of making sweet funnel cakes, I made savory funnel cakes that like top the top of the pie. So it's like all the fire. It kind of looked like noodles. When I it first did. I said, what did she put noodles in a pie? What's going on here? And then I look at it's funnel I have, cake. I have made a pasta pie. Okay. I have put noodles in a pie before. But um, for Minnesota, I wanted it to highlight like all of Rebecca's favorite things about Minnesota. Because like at the end of the day, like I gave the pie to a person that I knew from that state. So it had to, for them, like remind them the most of like where they came from. And like the thing with states, it's like, it's very divisive, right? Like people have a lot of opinions about where they're from here. And like, like I do too, being from Singapore and Hong Kong. And like, <laughs> you want to be able to like represent the place that they grew up and the place that they love so much in like a circular pie form, whether it's sweet or savory. What was life like as a kid in Singapore and uh, Hong Kong? So I only lived in Singapore until I was about two. And then I moved to Indonesia for a few years. And then, so I grew up in Hong Kong mainly from when I was five to when I came here for college. And growing up in Hong Kong was incredible. Like Hong Kong was the best place to grow up because it was a small enough city where like you kind of had the freedom to do whatever you wanted, like a little bit like New York, like, you know, like you can get around so easily with like public transportation. And I lived like right by the beach. So I spent most of my life just like, you know, doing stupid shit and like, <laughs> <laughs> like drinking at the beach and stuff. But like also really appreciating the fact that like because of Hong Kong's proximity to the rest of Asia, like we got to travel a lot for, that was like really affordable. I remember a thing that when I moved to the States, I was like, it's so expensive to just go New York to Florida. You know what I mean? Or like New York to California and you're traveling within the same country. Well, as like in Asia, like you can go from like Hong Kong to Thailand for like under a hundred dollars. So yeah. What are some of the things you miss from Hong Kong other than the cheap travel? Mostly the food. I miss the food a lot. What I are mean, some of your favorite dishes? Eating in Hong Kong, it would be like wonton noodle soup. There's only one place in Flushing called Maxi Noodle House that has like a comparable wonton noodle soup to the one that I had growing up. But truly, like New York is basically so similar to Hong Kong and I can get everything that I want that I don't get homesick too much. I mostly get homesick for like my friends, you know, and like my little life that I had there. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You spent some time in Hawaii, too. I did. I spent um, about eight months, one year in Hawaii because my dad was working on a hotel project. And you had a friend that that was a dolphin? I had a friend (laughs) that was a dolphin because there was a dolphin that lived in the lagoon at the resort that my dad was working at. And what was really cool about that was when we stayed in the resort, it was just my family and the hotel staff while they were, like, renovating the place. So me and my sisters just got had, like, the run of the hotel, which was so fun. We would, like... And they were tearing it all down, so we just got to, like, ride the luggage carts, like, down the hallways and, like, spend all day at the beach. Like, it truly was the best year of my life where I told my dad, like, I'm going to go to college in Hawaii. And he was like, for what? <laughs> to do what? And I was like, I don't know. To ride, to ride luggage, luggage carts <laughs> down, down the hallway. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much bum around, yeah. That's funny. So how many states have you actually been to that... You know, you made a pie for all 50, so how many states have you been We're going to have to do a draft on a pie. That would be (laughs) good. I feel like I I don't know the number off the top of my head. I'm missing a lot of, like, the middle. 
Like I've not been to like Minnesota, Michigan, Oklahoma, Kansas. I've been to a lot of like the East Coast and the West Coast. Have you went to a state just so you could make the pie for it? To I capture have. Capture the yeah. state. Okay, that you go so this is this is a funny one because it happened literally January of 2020. Um, I had gotten to the South Dakota pie, and I didn't know anybody from South Dakota, but my my buddy Matt just did a graphic design project where he like laid out a book for this guy that was like a historian in South Dakota. So I started emailing him, like wanting to get like advice on what I should do for the pie. And then he was like, do you want to come to Rapid City? And like South Dakota is fucking freezing in January. <laughs> but the flights were so cheap that I was like, okay. So I asked my best friend, Lauren, I was like, do you want to go to South Dakota? And she was like, okay, we got nothing to do. It's January in New York City. No one's doing shit, okay? So we got on a plane, we went to South Dakota. We drove around, like I got to see like the Badlands and like we got to eat all this amazing food. Badlands. I know. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I got to, you know, meet essentially the stranger and like he invited me to his house. We had dinner with like all of his friends and his wife and like we got to eat this pie together. And like, I think like that's the cool part. What pie? South Dakota was um, a blue corn crust with a sunflower wild rice pudding in it. With like berries and bergamots on top and like a crunchy sunflower. Yeah, so then you pick up next to the Entenmann cakes in <laughs> Walmart's, you know? Again, like, you know, I try I try to make things as difficult as possible for myself. And all the challenges I will say like really pay off. So Yeah. Your your toppings are just incredible. They, like what you finish what's inside is incredible, but I it I, it amazed me. What, looking at all those pies, how you finish off the toppings, it's just... It, I feel like that's definitely because, like, I I am and, like, was a designer. Like, I went to art school, so, like, not only when I'm, like, putting the flavors together, I'm thinking about, like, what it's going to look like in the end. And, yeah, I want it to look good. Because, like, think about it. Like, you eat with your eyes first, right? Like you, I say it all Right. You buy Right. You buy a bottle of wine, like, you're only looking at the label. Like, unless you're a sommelier and know what you're doing... Yeah. Like, I'm literally like, that label looks great. And it's under $20. I'm going to buy it. And so, like, that's kind of how I felt with the pies, too. Because, like, if they were, like, weirder flavors, like, it had to look good so that people were kind of, like, enticed to try it, too. So you talk about the division of the states and how they have their own specific thing that relates to them. What made you connect to that and want to do this 50 pies in 50 states? I feel like why I wanted to do it was mostly because, like, I wanted to, you know, pay homage and write a love letter to the place that I've decided to call my home. Like, I spent a lot of time, like, on various work visas and, like, applying for my green card. Like, it's a very long and arduous process. But, like, what I've wanted to do that for is, like, the people. Like, the friendships, like, the relationships I've made here. Like, I've been here now, like, in total. I've been in New York 13 years, so, like, It'll be 17 years this year I've lived in this country. And like all the wonderful people I've met here, including McGraw, <laughs> um, is like I wanted the project to like pay homage to them, which is why I wanted to give the pie to someone that I knew from that state. And like a country is like, you know, it's not about its politics. It's not about any of that. It's about like the people, like why you stay here or like why you travel, like it's to eat food. And like usually the best way to eat food is by meeting people. <laughs> Breaking bread. Break, yeah, exactly. Like, if you go to a new country and you go to a bar somewhere and you just start talking to a local and you ask them, like, where do you eat food? Like, 
they'll tell you where to go. Maybe you'll go with them. Like that was a thing we loved in Hong Kong. Like if we met someone at a bar and they were like visiting, we'd be like, come with us, like come hang out with us for the evening. Like why not, right? And so the project was kind of like the pie version of that, like a contained And when you started it. it, did you think you were gonna make a book out of it eventually or no? That was always kind of like a pipe dream. Um, I started the project in 2015 and like at the time I still had my full-time job in fashion. So I was really only doing like one pie a month and I never really saw it as like it going to be like my full career. You know, like you never really know where a slice of pie will take you. And, um, and is that what it says at the end of the book? It does. And um, <laughs> the last sentence. And the thing is, like, during the pandemic, I lost my job in fashion and I decided that I was going to do like a hard pivot. So I cold emailed a bunch of bakeries in the city. That's another thing I love a cold email because the thing with a cold email is like, what is what are they going to say? No. And then it wasn't even yours in the first place. So you're not really losing anything. You know, and so I cold emailed a bunch of bakeries. Four and twenty blackbirds wrote back. Um, I did a like a trial day. I got the job. I started baking there, and then all the while I was baking there, I was also baking at home. And then my editor, Michael Serbon, who's my editor now, um, he found me and like cold emailed me and was like, "Hey, would you like to write a book?" And I was like, "Yes, I would." Thank you so much. <laughs> Tell us a little bit oh, about... Oh, let me think about it over my pie tonight. <laughs> the, yeah, the, pretty much, yeah. The four and 20 Blackbirds, where are they? Uh, I haven't really heard of them. So they have two bakeries. Their original one is in Gowanus, and it was started by two sisters named Melissa and Emily, and they um, are both from South Dakota, wow. um, which is kind of a funny, like, full circle moment. And I also think the biggest full circle moment is that when I started the project and like I was really lost in the sauce and trying to like figure out my life here in America, I baked through their cookbook. And so in my cookbook that's coming out, I have a pie that's dedicated like just to them and like my time um, at the bakery because like, yeah, I, I kind of like went full circle with like, when I was in design, like I would design a handbag, right? And like at the end of it, I would hold the handbag. And then now, like at the end of this, after baking all these pies, after working at 4 and 20 Blackbirds, I'm going to be able to like hold this book in my hands, which is like pretty special. And what's it, what's it like to realize the dream when you're holding that book in your hand? I will tell you in mid-May when I hold the first copy. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. Coming soon. So now we're going to do something we call the proofing round. Okay. Because you got to proof a bagel. It's going to be 10 questions, quick answers. Okay. Are you ready? Born ready. Describe your perfect date. Uh, I think it would be going somewhere, going to like a terrible dive bar, like a really cheap dive bar, and then going to a really expensive restaurant and getting like martinis and oysters, and then uh, buying something irresponsible at the end of the night. Nice. Yeah. Savory or sweet pies? Savory. Game winning appetizer. Oh, can I say crab rangoons? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> a shop where you can get all your party needs. Oh, big night. Where I work, I'm the GM of Big Night. Um, it is a dinner party essential store in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. And we're about to open our second location in the West Village at the beginning of May. And yeah, all your party needs, we got yeah. it. Best cocktail you've had recently? Probably this one that you made me a little earlier. <laughs> Favorite Southern city? Savannah, Georgia, where I went to college. Pigs in a blanket or chow long bow? Oh, xiao long bao. Xiao long bao. I said him, I, I set him up for disaster. I didn't explain that. 
He's just a young boy. He's just a young boy. Honestly, now what is that? I'd like to soup dumplings. Oh, soup dumplings. So pigs in a blanket or soup dumplings? I've got to, I've got to say soup dumplings, even though I love a pig in a blanket. Like if it, if there's a platter of pigs in a blanket at a party, I'm going to park my butt next what? to the pig in a blanket. Favorite Cantonese phrase to curse someone out. And... So there's this phrase called like "talo sa," which basically means like jump out a window. Say it one more time. <laughs> like "talo sa," which is like basically yeah. Why don't you go jump out a window? Last location you would buy pie in? Probably the grocery store. Like grocery store pie is like kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. Although BJ's does have some good pie. Oh, really? I've yeah. never had pie from BJ's. Yeah. I, it's always consistent. Consistently <laughs> good or consistently bad? Consistently average. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Best pie in New York City. 420 Blackbirds. Other than them. 420 Blackbirds. There you go. Loyal girl. Yep. I'm a writer now. What's their best pie? Um, My favorite pie that they make is I love their lemon chests. Like, I love a lemony dessert. But they're most famous for their salted caramel apple and their salty honey pie. Wow, that was the, that was the proofing round. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's try the pie. Well, oh, it's still warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the pie that I made to bring to Utopia Bagels is a blueberry streusel pie that I made this morning in my pajamas. I'm gonna do it not near. McGraw's equipment. Now it's the ASMR portion. It's the ASMR portion of the mm-hmm. <laughs> of the podcast. Jesse and Scott have a blueberry streusel pie in front of that was made about twelve hours ago. It's still warm out of the box. Jesse goes for a bite. Wow. Scott reminisces about some fond memories of blueberries. <laughs> the perfect the blueberry fields in ideal bungalow colony. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> that what you know, like Jesse you talked himself. about your childhood. No, this is the best blueberry and it, pie. And, and your read. childhood, I had a lot of blueberry pie for real. From BJ's? No, <laughs> from a lot of places. BJ's being one of them, correct? This is so far from a BJ's. No, I know pie, like you. You couldn't even say that BJ's is average, like you said it before, compared to this pie that I'm tasting. It's, it's like saying out bagels is like lenders. <laughs> That's about the closest thing I can p- compare. It, you know, it almost reminds me of Willy Wonka. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm turning to a blueberry after eating this because it's so good. And the blueberry to pie ratio is on point, too. Thank you. Like Jesse called it. This is by far the best blueberry pie I've ever had in my life. And now I've gotten to the crust. Mm. The final test. Yeah, that's the final test. Pinkies up for the crust. This is not a mm. pie you want to throw away the crust. There's no yeah. way. Oh. You have to keep your pinky up the entire duration of eating it, though. Well, the, it's almost, it, it, it almost tastes like it's a creme brulee on the bottom of the crust. Like, I, like, <laughs> some fucking good pie, huh? Without a doubt. Thank you. It's always very nice to hear. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> How many times have you made the buffet pie? Only once. <laughs> I was gonna, oh, no, I made it twice. I was going to say, there's no way you made that I made more it than twice. Like, I, made it twice. I made it once during the project, and then the second time I had help when I was shooting my cookbook. So, How much does that pie cost to make? 
The Nevada one? Yeah. I don't know. A lot. Over like over under a hundred dollars. I think under. Well, you have uh, the the crab legs. The crab legs. That was a lot. You know, uh, you have the prime rib. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have. <laughs> I'm gonna do a a cost breakdown right now. Yeah, let's do a car- cost breakdown. Well, king crab legs. It was king crab mm-hmm. legs. You said what? What is that? Usually like thirty six dollars a pound. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right. But sure. you only need like. Are you nuts? You haven't bought them. That's why I pay the bills. No. At all. <laughs> 30... From the restaurant, it's more. But if you go to a, Bro, a fish store, yeah. When's the last time you bought crab legs? Never. Exactly. I've seen it. The sign. Explain at the, it I'm gonna to look you, it up. son. He's only seen it, like, what? At a commercial for a red King lobster? King crab legs. The jumbos are $65 a pound at Parks Fish. Okay. No, wholesale. No, that is. Wholesale, we can get them probably for about $49. Wholesale. But you got to buy a box of, like, 50 pounds of it. But to be fair, I didn't have to buy that much. Right? No, you bought a, you bought like a pound, yeah, even yeah. a half a pound exactly. of it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, are you also king one crabs? pound of king crab legs averages to thirty nine ninety nine a pound. Yeah, but the size of them—that's also what matters. They go up if they're really the small. The average king crab, leg. the ones we eat, are sixty five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyways, there you go. King crab legs. Let's just call it forty dollars a pound. Yeah. yeah. How much you put in there? What do you think? Like how about I, you, I, I think, think I put you, in glide? I think you did about uh, about a half a pound, something like that. Maybe. A little less. A little, a little less. less. Yeah. Well, you got to save a little extra for yourself. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like ten to twelve dollars a king yeah. crab leg. Yeah. Prime rib. Right. So like what? It was only a piece that was like this big in the end. Maybe four. About an eight ounce. Yeah. Four. Four, four ounce steak. Because there's mashed potatoes underneath it. Oh, underneath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a whole dinner. Yeah. yeah. It's a, a buffet. whole buffet. Yeah. You know, at each place. Yeah. After what was the other savory? Shrimp dice at the casino. At shrimp cocktail and then shrimp Caesar cocktail. salad. Wow. How did you do the Caesar salad? Like, how did you bake <laughs> with the Caesar salad? Well, so I pre-baked the crust so that the crust was, like, fully baked already. And but they were little compartments. The and then I just had to fill it. has all compartments how she made it. It's so none of them touched. Exactly. That's, oh. Because yeah. it would be kind of... Yeah, that's yeah. If it Only the mashed potatoes and the... Uh, yeah, the so basically, like, Each the crab compartment. legs was, like, the crab legs, I, like, took them apart and then, like, tossed them in a garlic butter and then filled that compartment. Like that compartment. And then the shrimp cocktail had, like, shreddice, shredded lettuce, and then, like... Shreddice. Yeah. <laughs> shreddice. And then, like, the little shrimps on top and then cocktail sauce. And then... The prime rib one had like mashed potatoes, caramelized onions, and then the prime rib. And then you sliced the prime rib, or you just left it. Yeah. Another game for you. Okay. Fuck, marry, kill. All right. (laughs) 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 Okay. Blueberry, cherry, or apple pie? I mean, I would marry an apple pie because it's like the most consistent. And how consistent? Well, also, like, in <laughs> my head... Okay, so this is how I'm logically going to figure this out. I feel like an apple pie is always good. Even when it's bad, it's good. Like, you know... A Almost guy, like a BJ's pie. <laughs> That's what I was getting. Yeah. What you? But I would marry an apple pie. I feel like I would fuck a blueberry pie because, you know... 
It's, it's sexy. It's sexy. It's seasonal, you know? And then a cherry pie I would kill because like. BJ. It's already. It's, <laughs> the cherry pie is already red. So yeah, you just kill it's it. Done, it's it's already done. Dead. Yeah. It's yeah. Cherries. It's fine. Have any celebrities tried your pies or, or reacted to them? Like to me, my friends are celebrities because I love them so much. Cheers to that. Nancy Myers. I do love Nancy Myers. And she reacted to your pie? She did. So during the pandemic, McGraw actually suggested that I do pies based on movies. And he suggested The Lord of the Rings. But I did not want to to um, put myself up for any, you know, internet drama of people commenting on what I did. So I thought that I would do movies that I knew really well. And I don't like scary movies. And, you know... I just really love a rom-com. That's the style of movie I love. So I decided to do a bunch of pies based on Nancy Myers and Nora Ephron movies. So like You Got Mail, um, When Harry Met Sally, uh, The Holiday. And Nancy Myers saw the pie I did for, I think it was The Holiday. Yeah. And she was like, this is amazing. I love it so much. What pie was that? Uh, I made a spaghetti carbonara pie because they make carbonara on Christmas Eve in the holiday. And did you... Ship it to her and let I her I did try not. It. Me and Steph ate it on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Rank these from worst to best. Okay. Ruppel Mints, Aperol, Campari, Sweet Vermouth, Amaral, Nonino. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> what? McGraw. I feel like McGraw is torturing you today. Yeah, yeah. Every single time this guy puts some. I love you, McGraw. <laughs> this is how I bully people. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to try. How do you say it? Vermouth? Vermouth. And Amaro. 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 Nonino. Nonino. Rank these from worst to best. <laughs> I feel like it's. You can't really rank them because it's more like, what are you in the mood for? Yeah, that's... You know, like, I love, like, a vermouth and soda with, like, a little, like, some olives in it. Like, if it's just, like, 3 p.m. on a Sunday and, it, like, the sun is shining and, like, there's a light breeze. Like, that's what I want to drink. <laughs> or, like, if I'm just, like, need a fast drink, like, after I get home from work, I drink, like... A Miller High Life in a glass bottle where I drink a little bit of it out and then I pour a little Campari or Aperol in it. So it's like a hobo Negroni, basically. Um, it's based on a drink that I had in Baltimore at a brewery called Wet City. And they, in like 2016, they invented it. It's called The Spaghetti. And it's based on a character in the show, Tim and Eric, if you're familiar. I, know. I, I think McGraw has a surprise for oh, us. McGraw does have a surprise. I know about this surprise. <laughs> Bring in the hobo Negronis. <laughs> <laughs> they are called the spaghetti. They're called the spaghetti. But you first, okay, so. Bring in the spaghetti. Do you have a bottle opener? Or are they twist? No, they're twist off. Bring in the spaghetti. Okay. Minnesota. All right. Are we got to chug it a little bit? Yes. Yeah. It's Wisconsin's right. best. Wisconsin's best. All right, so you have to drink a little bit. Cheers. Because you got to make space. Bring in the spaghetti. Okay, and then this is very hard with like a mic in between that I don't want to fuck you up. Push, push the mic. I've never tried this beer. It tastes You're like sick. Cracker Jacks. You <laughs> <laughs> never had a Miller Highlight? No. <laughs> tastes like Cracker Jacks at a Yankees game. I should have presented it to you because it is the champagne of beer. It is. <laughs> Okay, chill. That's too much. <laughs> chill, bro. Swirl it around a little. 
Yeah. That's going to be bitter as fuck. Exactly. <laughs> but it's nice. It's a digestive. It'll help you digest the pie that you eat. Careful. Just it's like an enzyme. Mm-hmm. There you go. You go. <laughs> and now you have to put a straw in it, and then you chug the whole thing. It's like a probiotic. Yeah. I think it's a little foamy. Yeah, you put a little too much. It's good. It's yeah, I know. I was holding that thing for dear life. I was like, please, please. The explosion was like, oh my god, the computer's gonna go. But then it was all good. I can't. I can't tell if you like it or not. I, I kind of like it better. Not than sure I if I like the middle. beer alone or with this on top. You have to like. It's the champagne. The beer is great. Yeah. Crack a jacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's good no it gets my approval yeah it's not bad it's good you don't have to like it if you don't like it no i like it okay reminds me of like an old english almost now <laughs> an old <laughs> this is uh a thing we like to call random thoughts okay. with jesse spellman and myself okay is fernet branca good or bad it's great what olives belong in a martini castle Voltrano. Why? But I'm not, I'm not a martini. I'm not a dirty martini girl. I'm a martini with a twist. What, the, what yeah, does that the, mean? But the well, a dirty is the juice of oh, the olive yes. in the martini, martini with a twist. But, though, but the olive itself. I like Castle Voltrano's in mine because it's oh. milder, not as salty. What the onions? Mm-mm. No, they're like the greener olives. The greener yeah. olives. Okay, I like a nice big olive. I like a fat boy. Yeah, I like a fat boy. What, yeah. what about a? <laughs> Blue cheese, blue cheese stuffed olives. Yeah. Uh, it'd oh, have to wow. be from Casa. You like that in your martini? What's wrong with you? It's a big thing in it Wisconsin. It is. Like, like a new thing. Yeah. That's gross. It's not yeah. new. It's been big in Wisconsin yeah. for a long time. Oh, yeah. And provolone cheese is big in Ohio or whatever. And cheese heads are a big Wisconsin. Columbus, Ohio. Pizza. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Okay. I'm ranting. But, uh, is a loaded beer a vibe cocktail? Yeah. Any beer is a vibe cocktail. Well, because you're not real. The beer is not the vibe. Like, you're the vibe. So if you're... Get with okay, it. If you're a good vibe with the beer, then it's a vibey cocktail. Right? Exactly. You read the previous question wrong, and it turned into a better question. <laughs> oh, I said, is a loaded beer a vibe cocktail? Viable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to rub off on them. Yes. <laughs> I was like, a vibey cocktail. What makes a pie a pie? I don't know. Like, I feel like I have taken, like, what a pie can be to, like, the limits of it. You know what I mean? Because I've done, like, a crust out of rice or, like, a crust, like, out of oatmeal or, like... It, oh, that would have, must be amazing. Like, pie can be kind of whatever you want it to be, you know? Like, that's kind of the beauty as of it. As long as it's a circle? Or as no? long as it's a circle, okay. you know? Well, what like, is a pie opposed to a cake? I think that's really... I guess, like, cake yeah. is cake. And it's, like, in layers with, like, icing or not. Like a pie is like some sort of like short crust. Yeah, to me a pie you ha- it's a circle. Yeah. With crust, filling. Yep. And a top. Yeah. Like it can't some have some type like, of top. Some type yeah. of top. Like it doesn't have to have like pastry on the top. It can also have like a streusel topping right. or like a crumble topping or whipped topping. It's cold. But most people just well, hear a pie. Or funnel cake, exactly. Most people hear pie and they just think of it as like a fruity thing, but you took it to a whole new level and that's pretty cool. Well, right. uh, 
Listen, there's shepherd's pie, you know that. No, I know, but your basic pies, apple, cherry, blueberry, you know. Yeah, because I feel like here, that's what pie means in America, right? It's all like sweet pies. But everywhere else around the world, like Australia, Hong Kong, England, like pie is all like savory. Pizza rustica. Pizza rustica, The Idaho one you made, potato. Was that Idaho's that potato? Yeah. yeah, it had a hash brown crust, mashed potato center, and then scalloped potatoes. On yeah. The so the best pie I've ever had, besides the blueberry one, and the one from BJ's, and the one from BJ's, right, exactly. In uh, Mattituck, Long Island, there's a farm called Harb's Farm. Okay. And for my birthday, we went and we got a pie with. I'm a big peanut butter person. Okay. It was the crust was was made out of peanuts, like together. And inside was like peanut butter, like not filling, but like like a mousse. A, yeah, okay. they, I was I didn't know what how to word it, but yeah, a peanut butter mousse. It was like I ate like nine slices. I got like three of them. So you ate the whole pie. Literally, yeah, <laughs> literally. See, but that's another thing about pie that's so special is that like everybody has like a wonderful memory tied to pie. Yeah, it's a very wholesome thing, and it's like a very wholesome thing. For me to like deeply explore as a person that's not very wholesome. Do you remember when you had your first pie? Um, not the one you made first, but your first bite of a pie. I think the first pie I had was probably when I was on vacation here with my dad. And I got like an apple pie a la mode. And I was like, this is incredible. I want everything a la mode. Like everything in my life all the time. And like, yeah, that's like kind of the beauty of this country is like you can have whatever you want. Like pie a la mode. What is your favorite savory pie? My favorite savory pie is probably like a steak and kidney pie when you're like kind of hungover in a pub in London. Like that's kind of a that's kind of a whole vibe. But yeah, steak and kidney pie. Yeah, but here chicken pot pie. I love a chicken. Yeah, I just had one yesterday. It was so good, and you didn't save me a piece. (laughs) You didn't save me a piece. See, but I love like all forms of chicken pot pie, like homemade, but I also like- It was homemade. My, it was homemade? Yeah, my girlfriend's sister made it. It was so good. Oh, that one? And you didn't bring me homemade? You mean, oh, that one. You've never had it before. Yes, she did. She made one of It's the first time she's ever made it. Yeah. She was telling everybody. It's the first time I've ever made it. She made like a big tray of it one time. No? No. Nah. Anyway, that was the best chicken pot, pot pie, pie I've ever yeah. had, yeah. I love a homemade chicken you have, pot pie. Did you make any pot pies for like a state? Kentucky? I mean, Colorado was a bison. Colorado. Colorado, Colorado. Was, a, was a bison and cores. Student. Why North you Carolina? For that. No. Where did I get the bison? New Jersey. The North Carolina had that. The North, North Carolina was a pulled pork pie. Did you get that from yeah. Fossil Farms? I got it from Roaming Acres. And there was one they that, make some that we were steaks. talking about that had the meat and the, what well, was like a cabbage or something. Oh, a Nebraska, Nebraska. the Renza pie. And yeah. it had some kind of sauce I saw in the- Dorothy Lynch was a dressing that was based out of Nebraska and it was supposed to be like a salad dressing that was like healthy because it was tomato based, not cream based and still bottled in Nebraska today. So before we sign off here, why don't you give us your best advice to somebody starting a new hobby or a new trend or a new task that they want to- take to the next level i feel like the best advice i can give anybody is that like you're going to fuck up and that's totally fine like you're gonna make mistakes but like you should never ever feel like just because you made a mistake that you should stop doing it like i fucked up so much the first six months when i first started making pie but it's all about like doing it and experiencing it and learning from it and like if you feel really passionate about it, like other people will feel that. And, and if it's like authentic to what you're doing and like what you want to put out, like 
just do you. Like it, it seems so simple and it seems so hokey, but like really that's all it is. Just like be really authentic to yourself. You're gonna fuck up and that's totally fine. What can you do at the end of the day when you fuck up really bad and you don't know what to do? You're still gonna eat pie. Even if it's <laughs> bad pie, it's still pie. And then like what? Pie is pie. Pie is pie. You drink pie. a Miller High Life, you watch some trashy TV and Everything's Force okay. Or, yeah, exactly. Everything's fine. That nothing is that. Up. Nothing is that serious. Just be. Yeah. Just do it. Where can we find you on socials? Um, I'm at Fifty Pies Fifty States on Instagram. Um, and yeah, you'll get all the info. My book comes out um, June 13th with Voracious, an imprint of Little Brown. It's called Fifty Pies Fifty States. You can pre-order it wherever books are sold. And yeah, I'm very excited for you to read all the stories about all the different states and meet all my friends that I dedicated the pies to. And get to bacon. And get to baking. I have loved Dolly Parton for as long as I can remember. And it's mostly, she's like a lady that like does what she wants, wears what she wants and like doesn't apologize, but at the root of it is a really good person. And yeah, I just think she's the best person on planet Earth. You really said it all about yourself because I really feel that about yourself. <laughs> thank you, thank you, you. that's very sweet. You, the way you make your pies, the way you carry yourself, the way you talk about your friends, it's very Dolly Parton-y. <laughs>